welcome to the Beers of Bands podcast with your host, Michael Torres. They wanted to know if they can smoke weed on the podcast. Oh, yeah. You guys are fine. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, yeah, definitely no discrimination on that. Uh, I do sometimes, but then I lose my train of thought super fast, so I try to not do it on the podcast. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Unless I'm like done with my questions, and I'm like, all right, we'll we'll see where this goes. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. yeah. If we can double down, we can also just say that it's CBD. <laughs> okay. It's it's Delta Eight. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Delta eight. <laughs> I'm just gonna do a couple. Yeah. Everybody busts out there, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions before we get started? Uh, so, the weed question was like the main question. What are you sipping on? What are you about uh, to? Be I, yeah, I got we... some good old PBRs here. PBRs. Right. Okay. <laughs> I got a hands. Respect. Uh, what, what? Got some Philly Standard Orange. Local legend. So we got some leftovers from our New Year's yeah. party. So <laughs> that's the way. To, that's the way to do it. Yeah, oh, and it's none of ours. It's just all other people's. I really thought it was like a, like didn't know White Claw would be involved. I was going to bring some wine over. I mean, it isn't a cork. It's a crack. Yeah, but we have. To, but you don't you know we have to chug these, dude. You're going to chug the whole bottle. I've done it before. No, I'm just kidding. I've been on the. <laughs> probably how I got the flu. Oh yes. Every secret double. <laughs> I had the Irish flu. <laughs> um. But all right, so uh, what we'll do is uh, I'll count us in, we'll do this crack, and then uh, we'll just kind of sure. see where the night takes us. All right, that sounds great. All right, in three, two, one. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. Uh, this week, uh, in my normal phrasing, in typical fashion, I have another Philly band on the podcast. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. great. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For people wondering, I'm sitting down with In Lieu of Roses, uh, like I said, from Philly, um, kind of like a indie rock, a little bit of a... I had a word in my head, but I totally lost it, so I'm just going to stick with indie rock for now and see if that <laughs> other word comes back. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys have mm-hmm. some killer stuff out. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get to all that here, but before we get too far, can you kind of start um, with uh, who you are and what you do in in lieu of roses? Sure, um, I'm Eric. Um, I play guitar and sing. I'm Dylan, I uh, play drums and make everybody else really worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Logan. I uh, play bass and yow. Uh, my name's Dylan as well. Um, I play keyboards and sing. I'm John. I just, just play guitar. Okay. <laughs> and then I think we are missing someone tonight, aren't we? Or no, uh, we got a little bit of a lineup change. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A little bit. So um, we used to have our homie Aub used to uh, play synthesizers and do some like harmony vocals. 
Um, so like they're, yeah, so Dylan is, is pretty much coming in to replace that role. As they put it, they heard from music at the tender age of 25. (laughs) (laughs) But shout out to all, Alt's going to school to learn about bugs and stuff, which I was, hell yeah. Yeah. You've eaten worms before. (laughs) Yeah, no. Learn about bugs. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Go to school. Don't be in a rock and roll man. You can do both if you have the option to. I mean, going to school to learn about bugs, I feel like that's like a cool reason to not do music mm. uh, rather than just being like, I'm going to go be an accountant. Uh, oh, like, yeah. It's a good, sure. it's a good yeah, reason. I, I'll say I, I quit music for three, more like four years to go to law school. Awful decision. <laughs> <laughs> But was it like a specialized, like, did you go into like music law or anything like that? Or was it just like That's generic a law? common misconception that musicians want to be, uh, uh, you know, entertainment lawyers. I, I, <laughs> I don't. And I'm not. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. He didn't even pass the bar. <laughs> Why are you going to be dunking on I'm working man? on it. I'm working on it. I'm playing in a rock and roll band with your ass. <laughs> what i'm saying go to school if you can kids <laughs> <laughs> a little less Sander and all of them were stunning yeah, yeah a little bit more crack in the book um Logan and i have a side project we just recorded at the ccp recording studio community college of philadelphia amazing studio if you're interested in music and live in philadelphia and you're watching this go there <laughs> you'll probably save some money too <laughs> oh yeah chinese communist party yeah yeah <laughs> um well, you know, now that we kind of know who, who we're uh, seeing and, and listening to on this episode, um, you know, In Lieu of Roses has, at this time of this recording, you know, we're January 2024, which is crazy to think we're, like, we're already, like, a two week, a week and a half into January, and, like, it feels weird. Like, I'm already thinking about, like, months out, and I'm like, this this year's already over. It's crazy. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, at the time of this recording, there are currently two in lieu of roses um eps out the first one came out in 2022 called send help, uh please send not send help just please send uh, <laughs> and the latest one I'll for eternity. one of the things you send yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the latest one uh called for eternity came out in september of 2023 um two solid eps for everyone listening please go check out uh please send uh if you haven't already but i kind of want to start also kind of like at the beginning because i know in loop roses started in like 2019 obviously pandemic happens mm-hmm. everything kind of gets put on hold uh first ep comes out in 2022 but like take me back to like what was it like forming and then immediately having to be like oh shit like what do we do now like take me back to like that era and like what's kind of led up to to now yeah i can do it so it kind of, i mean it's it wasn't i mean it kind of sucked right like <laughs> it was a general audience. It wasn't a fun time. There was a general uh, going on. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, like, I had had a previous band called Eric yeah. in the Existential Crisis. And um, uh, John was in that band playing bass. Um, and after that ended, that was like kind of more like a rock and roll ish sort of band. And um, yeah, when that ended, I was like having trouble finding like a drummer because like every drummer is in like 10 bands. Um, and, uh, but I knew, I've known Dylan for like a minute cause Dylan would, I used to run like a house show venue. Like 
out of my basement called the sin bucket and dylan would like hang out like all of our gigs so uh they wound up coming together that way and then dylan had been in a band called binary which is like a metalcore band with logan so that's kind of how that started um and then we like maybe wrote a couple songs like two two three songs and then something like that and then it was like done yeah kind of reworked some of the old material that you had Mm -hmm. and then it was just like done and then yeah covid hit so it was just like all right yeah it's like kind of just now what yeah we like honestly i like i it just didn't we just didn't do anything right <laughs> i didn't i didn't know anything we just didn't do anything we didn't get a chance to play any shows or anything we, like that we some walks together uh, I, that's true <laughs> I, we both moved in with our parents yeah. for a few months which is great like you know we and both, our partners it was yeah kind of weird yeah because yeah you and i both i mean yeah we definitely you moved out when you were 18 yeah and i moved out when i was 18 and then for the first time being in your late 20s being back with your parents quite a <laughs> not surreal but uh it's better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the fridge is full and everything too. Yeah, it's yeah it was kind of crazy. It was probably the first time I had a green vegetable in almost ten years. Oh, I was getting back towards the end of my welcome because my mom was like, "Ooh, I think I might need you to start contributing towards groceries." And I'm like, oh, I'm moving back to Philly. Oh, yeah. go. I got to play grilled cheese now. Yeah, it's not my fault. You shop at like Wegmans. Yeah, yeah, bit. mom. My my mom went to the uh, the the. Uh, farmer's market and then came home and it was like you know the price of cilantro is really going up over there <laughs> oh like, my god you know, pandemic on mom i don't know <laughs> oh boy but yeah that, uh, that was pre-pandemic well uh you know props for making it through the pandemic living with living at home with parents i know how that goes uh and i haven't done that in a few years and i don't pl- I, going home is even rough just for like two weeks but i commend you for that but also <laughs> for not uh giving up the dream of in lieu of roses because i know like getting together and then immediately having covid hit a lot of people would have been like well we haven't really done anything anyways like what's what's it matter if we just like leave it here and just like leave it unfinished and just move on um, right. so i commend you guys for going back and flushing stuff out and getting this first ep out and, and kind of going from there i know that's a huge step to be like I still want to, I still have this itch. I need to, I just need to get this done. Right. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. And I think that's like, cause you know, obviously I've been on here with my other band, Puppy Yanks. Like I play drums in that band. I don't really get to write any of the music. And well, whereas in this band, I write most of the music. So it's uh, like, well, at least like the guitar, vocals, lyrics and stuff. So it's like, I needed that outlet regardless, I, I guess also. And then yeah, yeah, I think it also helps that like, we're all just like homies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like we'd be hanging so out. It's anyway, like yeah. if you're if you're gonna be hanging out with these fools anyway, why not go down in the basement? And, you know, well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's make some music together. Like, the the first thing I asked Derek when he was talking about bringing Dylan on, I was like, "Can homie hang?" <laughs> like I don't care. But, like, you know, do they hang? Sure. Dylan can hang. I choose. that's the last thing you want is bringing someone new in and just like throwing off the vibe so you know props to dylan for being able to hang uh and fit right in um but even like uh the commuter the one like commuter was like the first single off uh, for eternity um so basic like the basic like riff of commuter actually came from there was a block party 
on Eric and Logan Street, and we were hanging out and just like chilling all day with the neighbors and everything. And they had a friend in from out of town who was also a musician, and we were just like, "Yo, let's jam." Yeah, we, we were down in the basement. It was like an all day <laughs> affair. It was like a morning day night fair yeah but the main riff from that song like came from that little jam session yeah just like getting together so yeah yeah sure now since we're starting to get into for eternity if for people that might have listened to please send you might have noticed that um i think it's just mainly it's just mainly you eric on vocals through that entire ep Mm -hmm, if i'm not mistaken so you know for eternity starts um obviously you get to like towards the end of of commuter and um obs comes in and kind of fills in like this and adds this whole extra-ness to the vocals on the cp like um obviously they're not here to kind of for me to answer this ask this question to them but like what was the like how did that work out with getting them to kind of move from that like keyboard only position to also singing along on this album so the first album we actually had um kind of odd it was like their partner was played keyboard on our first dp and then they broke up and uh ob won us in the divorce (laughs) (laughs) so ob joined the band uh uh because the other person wasn't great and uh ob joined the band and they um like I had played music with them before, just like kind of messing around with singer songwriter stuff that they do. And they, they went to school for music. They have an incredible singing voice, but they're a little bit shy sort of deal. So um, I think that like I wrote most of like, actually I probably wrote all of the vocal melodies and I just really like when bands get um, multiple voices. Like I think it just keeps things interesting and fresh, you know, and especially when it's like more like a femme voice and like a masculine voice, like I really just love the combinate, like those sort of combinations, especially recorded. Um, uh, And um, so like getting them on that was awesome. Also they like, their vocal takes were like perfect every time. It was like really, it was like in the studio, right? Like even when they were like doubling themselves, it was like, they were like, I don't know how you did this, like microsecond sound, (laughs) perfect. Every take, absolutely perfect on key, everything. So they made it really easy on us, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, your voice also works well with them voices. Yeah. Like, uh, the Eric and Essential Crisis EP with uh, well, originally with Kaylee, but then when it was recorded with yeah. uh, Katie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. From um, Oh, from The World Is. From The World. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of The World Is, right? <laughs> because, like, you know that band, The World Is a Beautiful Place. And oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so like i really like how they ma- like mix vocals and stuff historically and the person katie they that that has we we met katie because they started dating a friend of ours at the time and he brought them over to do a case race which is like when you try to um drink what is it like no we were we did it with lion pen so you have to drink the beers and solve the riddles yeah so you have to, oh shit <laughs> your team has to drink i think 12 beers uh like the first team to drink 12 beers teams of two but then you i think you've got to solve the you solve the riddles that's important yeah um but anyway regardless <laughs> they sang on the first ep and then i really i but like i kind of always have been doing that like femme voice masculine voice singing kind of thing 
I just really like it. So and it works well for it. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Eric. Like, that's that's one thing that I really enjoy, too. Just because, like, you get this the different contrast throughout the song, and especially when you it's done, in my opinion, like, right where you can bounce off each other the right way, or if there's, like, a nice little, like, call and response, kind of like in uh, Don't Talk to Me, where, you know, mm. you, uh, that little ending port, uh, or, like, the choruses where you guys do the call and response, I think it works so well, and it just adds so much. Like, don't get me wrong, uh, Please send is still an amazing EP, but with okay. with adding in OBS into uh, For Eternity, like I feel like it took just in lieu of roses, like that whole step forward. Um, obviously, they're not here anymore, but like <laughs> it took it that whole step like forward of like oh my god, like and just everything from first EP to second EP just sounds uh, the maturity and everything. Like I really enjoyed listening to both EPs and just seeing the progression that has happened so far. He doesn't like being held and we know that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I think that uh, the first EP was like, I, th I think that they both, both EPs had like different directions and ideas behind them, right? Like the first one was kind of more, most of it was like more kind of like rock and roll influence in the second one. Americana. Yeah, Americana and then the, like um, for Eternity was like more kind of I think the direction I wanted to go in, which is like more alt rock emo gazy slacker rock. slacker yeah kind of like like a nod to like 90s just like alt rock bands kind mm. of in a sense yeah from from nirvana to dinosaur jr to duster to duster to well i was really into coding at the time i really like slow, uh, yeah slow core and stuff so i thought you meant that yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize you had a costume. Well, that was the, the first time anybody was like, yo, do you fuck with Duster? And I was like, well, I've done it a few times, but it was a very, very enjoyable experience. And they were like, no, I'm talking about like the slowcore band. And I was like, oh, never heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't need to talk to someone. <laughs> Nothing's better than your mom asks you why you have a leftover crack t-shirt. And if that means you're also smoking leftover crack mm. no mom i just like bolt punk she's like ah your ipad's going to the safe i was like you don't have an ipad or a okay. safe <laughs> all right ska songs are cool and then i started riding trains you know i lost a leg whatever but <laughs> uh no i don't worry about it so obviously we see that transition from you know first ep to second ep not to get too far ahead of myself but do we see that this sound from for for eternity kind of leading into uh the next release like keep going this avenue oh yeah yeah i think so i think that like um especially like um commuter like that kind of direction i think i, I I guess it's just like what you know whatever i'm listening to at the time and like what i've been listening to is like a lot of more gazy stuff and there's a lot of cool stuff happening in philly right like that's like kind of two gays inspired right like that's like the thing yeah. right now and like because of that proximity i feel like i've been just listening to so much of it and uh it's kind of bleeding into the stuff i write sick dude that, that's awesome uh i i feel like i feel like this obviously i've done like a lot of philly bands i feel like this is the first i've i've heard that there's like this little like kind of like shoegaze revivalness going on. Mm. Um, like, oh, I'm really? Like, 
Okay. Yeah. Not for nothing, like the whole entire days all the time. Like what's going on in Philly right now? I feel like there's a lot of people that are just like they're not like putting on just like niche genre shows. It's mm-hmm. not like there's just like, all right, this is who you hit up to like book an indie show. This is who you hit up to book a hardcore show. Like I feel like a lot of spaces that are active right now in Philly are just kind of like whether they're promoting the shows, booking the shows, whatever, they're just like, it doesn't really matter. Like, we just want to have music going on. And, like, you'll also just, like, like I love going to mix genre shows. I think that, like, you know, if you book bands that sound similar to, like, the touring band that you're trying to support, that doesn't always, like, hit right. I don't know. I mean, I also so, think... Um, I but think- there's definitely a lot of definitely like a very nice spread of just shit going on in the city right now yeah no, i think uh covid is actually in a certain sense good for the local scene so i i, I think 2019 like uh, it kind of reset everything in yeah. philly weeded out the soccer because like yeah. i don't know philly was so, <laughs> it was like really for good. so long it was like it was like midwest emo but like right. in the northeast you know what i mean it was like that yeah. like like marietta and um algernon and stuff like that's what like all Philly music scene was yeah. for like yeah. Bowl, what was it was like switching into like an alt country thing and mm. it was getting um, whatever I don't care it was getting very boring I thought it was getting really boring. sure uh, that's my opinion it doesn't represent the, the opinion of In Lieu of Roses but <laughs> yeah then, I like, love alt country go away I love alt country yeah. doing it done well I'm big fan but of um, I think that like after the pandemic there was so much like creative energy yeah there's been like just an explosion especially like you know. Like, I'm 31 years old and seeing, like, the new bands come up, like, kids that are coming to shows from, like, Temple or Drexel or wherever, it's been, like, sick. I think there's, like, a lot of really cool stuff going on, whether it be shoegaze or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, I mean, that that's awesome to hear. I know, you know, a lot of people during COVID, they were like, when shows come back, it's, Nick, it's mixed bills or nothing. Like, everyone's playing because everyone's going to want to play anyways. Um, and I feel like even though everyone said that, I feel like a lot of places are still like, uh, the hardcore bands are over there. Like the, the pop punk bands mm-hmm. are over there. Like we're most shows that I see are still somewhat separate. Um, obviously Minneapolis has a really good scene also. And like, I just see all these like, young kids going out to all, these all ages shows that I avoid. Cause I feel way too old. My knees hurt. Um, so, but like the bills seem to be pretty mixed and just a great time. So it's nice to see that, you guys are also seeing like younger kids coming through and like keeping it going. Um, do you also feel every once in a while that it's just like, there's so many new bands that you, it's just hard to keep track of like anything oh, that's happening. Yeah. Okay. I think at least the, Dylan and I, like we're both at shows like two, three days a week, probably yeah, like, yeah. The two of us. Like, yeah. Between sure. like I play in currently like, I guess like four bands. And I always like going out to shows anyway, so it's like always just seeing, like, I'm just like, oh my god, it's a Philly band, and I'm watching them play, and it's like, oh, I've never even heard of these fools, like, what's up with that? But yeah. I get surprised a lot of the time, just seeing. There's a lot of great music coming. And it's not even yeah. just the young dudes, too, like, um, there's a lot of bands that are just like, Older dudes that have been like, well, older people or whatever that have just like been in the fucking scene 
for a while, but like, oh yeah, they played in bands like 10 years ago that your homie's telling you about. And you're just like, oh, I, I didn't know that, that this is their new project now. Like, oh, that's cool. It doesn't so, stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's sick. Yeah. And it's also just, uh, regardless of like whatever you're looking for, um, there's, I feel like Philly is always just like, there's always shows going on. Mm -hmm. You'd be hard pressed to like find a night where there's not, yeah. whether it's a house show, if you want to find a, show, you, a yeah. bar venue or a bigger venue, like you'd be hard pressed to find a night in Philadelphia where you can't go to a show. There's not at least like three, four options. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 That's the other thing I think. And sometimes that's a, that's a bad thing. Sometimes, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh man, time. like, a lot of people my, there's a lot my of band's people playing this show and i want to go see this band play mm -hmm. and i've even i've gotten myself in trouble before where i double booked with one of my other bands the same night <laughs> rose's show but it happened the Lane both the, the venues were two and a half blocks away from each other so i was able to oh that make it happen perfect yes <laughs> the other time i just dropped it and i made them do a noise set. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it was our EP release. I'm very bad at calendar mm. scheduling. <laughs> calendar, not my strong suit. Yeah, <laughs> don't own one, nor should you. I got my dad one for Christmas. Let's make sure. There's a You have a calendar in your phone, so you saying you don't have a calendar is. Listen, oh. if you believe in calendars are useful, <laughs> but if you live outside the realm realm of temporality, Eric. Okay. Which sure. Dylan and I do. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely different. Uh so speaking of that that EP release show, um, like I like I did mention earlier, you know, Fraternity came out back in September. You did a release show shortly after it. Um, I think there was also it also you also did like a benefit at the same time from what I was seeing for some of the proceeds um but how was that show to finally get like obviously this ep2 uh the last one came out uh please sound i think came out in like july june or july of 2022 uh but how did it feel to get this new um sound out there into the world finally in full it was good because it was like a you know a different direction i think like how we wanted to represent ourselves like we like really don't I don't think we play like we play like only like one song off the first EP still. Um, we play "Sorry for Party Rocking in the Free World." <laughs> is the uh, is the? I think it's just "Sorry for Party Rocking" on the, the track list. Is it? <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, I'm okay. Um, but uh, um, no, I think that it like it was really cool to be able to play all those songs and like finally have the EP release because it's like, you know, like recording's a long process. Like what, like when you're from the time you're done tracking to the time something is released is always like six months, something. Right. You know, and sometimes and, even longer. Too. Yeah, exactly. It's like at least minimally six months. And it's frustrating because you're like, I have all this stuff and I want to play all these songs live and we get, you know, you get asked to play shows and you just want to play them and you just want to, Put it out and you want to show everything all this amazing thing that you put that you've you know created and but like you also don't want to show everybody right because <laughs> right. you want people to listen when it comes out like so and that's that's one thing that i yeah. like fully like don't envy about like people playing music is 
I, I there's no way that I would be able to sit on any of that for that long and not like leak it because like I record episodes right now about like a month in advance. Oh, and yeah. even that for me is like hard enough to be like mm. I want to release who I'm going to already have in February, and I can't release that until like I can't release that schedule till the end of this month. And it's like I just want everyone to know like who's coming, and I'm planning something for June, and I want to already talk about it. Granted, it's in this podcast now, but. I, I'm not saying exactly what it is, but I want to talk about it and post about it all all day. But I'm like, I can't. I gotta. I gotta time that one out right. Uh, and it's right. it's incredible for anyone that like, especially in your guys' position where you know you have it. You're sitting on it for six plus months. Um, I I can't imagine. Uh, like I know how I would feel, but like I major props for like restraining yourselves. I mean, there's <laughs> definitely like I don't know if I can speak for everybody else that was sitting on those recordings but i was definitely like sending them to certain people just to get like opinions yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah you sure. know because like i feel like a lot of times like i'm just like i'll hear something recorded and i'm just like all right cool like also well, that, yeah that's also, fine that was the first time i uh got really envious of the last guitar player a, a good friend of ours still very good friends but uh, Eric had sent me the stuff, and I was like, "This guy gets to play the guitar. Fuck this guy! I play, like I want to play on this. This isn't fair." And I didn't, I didn't say anything, but then Eric was like, "Do you want to play in the band?" I was like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> so yeah, it's, I don't know. What's a, it's a non sequitur, but whatever. I, I that's how I joined the band is that I really loved for eternity. <laughs> I feel like there's something about like waiting on it though, at least from our perspective, because like this was the first release where we actually had like a release timeline mm -hmm. with Sen, we were you know a new band we had written these songs a while ago and we're kind of like getting them together so it was like yeah we want to put them out as soon as possible I recorded them in a basement yeah but then with this one it was like all right we're going to a studio we're going to spend time with it we need to have like yeah we want to have all the imagery correct we want to make sure like the music itself represents something but it's like it's a package deal because like a consumer like they listen to it but they see the artwork and it invokes something they see the title and it makes them think of something you know so it's like trying to get all those pieces in place so when the release happens it like can really pop off it could be a good unit shifter exactly yeah, yeah. which i don't know it felt like one it felt like it yeah it definitely yeah. felt like we, we we did like the whole hype build up thing so yeah, I mean, it paid off. The, the I think so. Yeah, the, the Philomoka show was. I think it, it didn't sell out. But it was really close. Yeah, the our release show was like really close to selling out, and uh, the bands we played with were incredible. So you know, it was a good time. Yeah, but then you got to keep it moving. You know? Yeah, because it's like you put that out, and now it's like, all right, cool. What's next? Yeah. So, uh, well, since you bring that up, I mean. What what is next? What's on the horizon <laughs> for In Lieu of Roses? The uh, the goal the goal is a full one, is the next goal, and we've already we're already like well on our way. Because uh, at least for me, like my favorite part about music is probably writing. Like that's just like my absolute favorite part about doing this whole thing. Like live shows are great and fun too, but I don't know. I just like really like creating new things all the time. So I'm like always like excited. Okay, cool. Like let's. We're doing, I've never done a full length of music that I've written. I've always done like shorter releases because uh, I, I maybe I didn't have patience to write 10, 12 songs, whatever. I don't know. You just didn't need to. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. I'm like, oh, four or five songs, sit. Yeah. Like, let's oh, go. Let's go record. We definitely, music. I think, you know, back yeah. in the day, or like Mike and Eric's very first band, uh, Bias Universe, which is 
once again a band where I was like I was in another band in Asbury Park and then I was like sick of it and my buddy was like you should talk to Eric and I was like I'm not talking to that guy fuck that guy <laughs> went to jam with him and then immediately was just like we have these songs like let's just put these songs let's just do this thing right like yeah we yeah we we Sorry. and but especially you have always kept that sort of like we've got the songs let's just do it let's play shows and let's keep moving yeah exactly yeah thanks yeah I I agree and uh but no yeah we're working on full length we've already started demoing like Dylan does like recording and stuff new new Dylan <laughs> Dylan too does like uh is helping us like demos demo stuff um so like yeah like we're like we're already already yeah. started so yeah. i'm hoping to like we're hoping to play out of town a lot more like um last year we played a little bit out of town but i definitely want to play in uh different cities and stuff like that so. i think i think are we still we're trying to maybe lay down some stuff in like april is that i don't know if that's still there. i don't know we'll see yeah <laughs> hopefully yeah hopefully we'll see what the tax returns look like <laughs> yeah, right exactly <laughs> finding things uh no that, that's awesome i'm stoked to see kind of what a, a full length uh from in lieu of roses kind of looks like obviously you know for eternity is, is a solid i think it's what technically technically six songs uh talk to me is 30 nope. seconds so it's like that, that intro so song um, that song originally not to interrupt you but that was like one song that we kind of just divided into two parts when we hit the recording process just because like i thought it'd be kind of fun too because it's like those are the first two two lines of the song so yeah yeah no like i i like that they're split up but i also see how they were originally themselves and like they fade into each other so well where if you aren't looking at track listing you just think it's it's one long song anyways but i i really love how you kind of separated it as like that little um because i think uh in one of the Instagram posts, you kind of talked about how like one's the, the, like the kind of like the happy conversation and the other one's kind of just like the opposite end of that conversation. So it makes sense to separate them. Um, but I mean, the whole EP is sick and I, I'd love to see what kind of like a back six or back, however many songs Mm. you want to do for a full length is from in lieu of roses. I'm sure it'll be sick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely looking forward to it. Uh, do you have like a song? I know this is kind of uh, probably a hard one to answer, but do you have a a number in mind as to how long the full length is going to be? Like in terms of minutes? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I need the minutes to the do- no uh, the amount yeah. of like songs you guys are thinking for the full length. Um, somewhere between nine and twelve, I'm thinking yeah. probably, yeah. and like um, you know, maybe maybe we'll beef it up. Maybe we'll throw in like an interlude or two. Maybe we'll do like <laughs> there you go. We, we've been we've been talking about having some sort of like spoken word interlude since you and I've been talking about it since 2015. I was going to say I've never, heard <laughs> but we've those. never <laughs> we've never I mean, successfully pulled it off. But maybe we'll do like a Sutron on and we'll just no, like we're just do, there's going to be two some hours long. Beats. Yeah, we're going to do some <laughs> slam poetry. I'm going to break out my high school notebooks. Yeah, and we'll see what we'll see what. What, what, what young John has to say. Yeah, yeah. Nothing good. <laughs> My mom, <laughs> but I have a crush on her. <laughs> she doesn't like it. Yeah. LP1's going to be crazy. Uh, I know we kind of we kind of heard about, you know, how like your earliness getting into uh, into the band for, you know, being envious of the other guitar player and then getting in. 
I'm kind of curious on for for Dylan, uh, Dylan number two, I guess. Um, what like how how was it with uh with you getting asked to to join the band? Like, like what were your thoughts beforehand, and then obviously getting in. Um, I'd known Eric. Um, I had played guitar in um a band, um Puppy Yanks that he's in currently. Um, so like that's how I met him. And um, we've been like friends. Like that's yeah, just like friends since that. Um, and like he sent me like I don't know like friends like sing each other like their music and like he sent me like the first like when we live roses stuff and I was like oh shit like this is really sick. And like I don't know like I've like had like a crazy like busy like past couple of years. Um, but like he like hit me up like. Probably like mid November, I my other project played a show with um Puppy Angst and uh we like talked about it at the show, just like seeing if like I could like help with like in lieu of roses. So like yeah, I've just been like hanging out, like trying to like figure out singing, playing keyboards, uh helping like demo. Yeah. Been, been good so far. They play their yeah. project's called Velvet Graves. It's really good. It's like very, very shoegaze. Like, um, it's it's fun. And the way that they did it live was really cool. When I got to see, because was that your first show with that? Like with the new music, it was cool. They did it all solo with like backing tracks and stuff like that. It was very cool. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Yeah. Um, those those small feet to pull off. Yeah. <laughs> The real question is, we haven't all gotten real drunk together yet. That's, for me, that's the most important thing. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, we still have some time. We'll see how far yeah, this gets yeah. for you. Yeah, I know it is Wednesday. But... <laughs> um, one question I asked recently to another Philly band, and I don't remember their answers, otherwise I would chime those in, but um, <laughs> it's you know, Philly's been on, obviously, like I mentioned, I've, I talked to a lot of Philly bands, you know, one of these days I need to make my way out to Philly and just like go to a show, meet up with like as many people as I can. Um, let's say there's a show happening. I don't, whatever the, the lineup is, but at your, in each one of your opinions, your favorite venue. Um, and that's the one I should go to. Like, what's your favorite venue in Philly? If I'm st- uh, like coming to town? So, um, yeah, we, we need to know, like, what's wait, no, okay, well, let's, like, like, let's talk lot. about it. Like, <laughs> there's like, um, so, uh, do you want like a tiered? Can we do like a venue tier? Like, yeah, so let's, let's say, you, like, favorite house venue, favorite bar slash venue that has a small little room, and then favorite, like, okay, they're Live Nation. Probably not fully Live Nation style. I would say probably like because uh, actually four so to five hundred cap room. Uh, okay, you know a nice something to get the real good like Philly feel. Maybe even a house show too would probably work. The church, it's the church. That's what I. No, it's the church. It's just the Unitarian Church. I feel like that's the answer. Okay, they're gonna say the favorite house. You can say that, but you can say for everybody. 
<laughs> One time I don't make me get yeah, the really right. Excuse me, you can go first. So Logan, tell us what you think. I like the church. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't like that after that. I don't want to go second. Yeah, no, you can go second now. All right. Um, I love Philomoka. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Philomoka or Johnny Brown does. Those are my favorite. Yeah. They're my favorite. Philomoka's great. It's uh, I is great because like because of the story of the whole thing. Like that's what makes it the best in my personal opinion. Eric's a big Diplo. Yeah, Diplo's yeah. <laughs> Diplo yeah. is the landlord that owns Philomoka, yeah, and they didn't have licenses for fifteen years. So okay, yeah, yeah. all right, no, yeah. it's cool because like all the block block party stuff that Diplo did, right? Not a Diplo fan. The cool part is 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 like Eric and Justin, right? Running this whole shit for twelve years, right? Like barely making any money, having lived up. That's there, not cool, right? Why is it not cool? Why does it suck? Like it's the only, it's like the only all ages venue in the city, basically, right? No, it rocks. What about first? I will say the church. church. It's, just, it's actually true. The local rock. Yeah, but the basement's like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know, but our five runs. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the I'm seeing the show yeah, like yeah. the actual church. Yeah. yeah, they also have church. I play the shows the chapel. All right, all right. Yeah. We have to talk at once. All right, we can't all talk at once. So Here's I'll it. just start talking. My favorite venue is Kung Fu Necktie, which is like like an old punk bar. Uh, it's awful. It's gross. The sound isn't good. No, but, it's awesome. Yeah, but it's awesome. No, that sounds pretty good. When was the last time you ever come connected? I don't know, years ago. I don't know. And they're big. They get a two necktie. No, no. Kung Fu necktie. I don't know why I just decided to deride them. They're it's a great venue. It's a, just a classic like punk metal bar, and they get like very cool acts to come through. But that'll always be my favorite. Right. I mean, like my my, my reason for film Oka is like I think it's film cool. Oka's they my do set. like. A lot of they do like a lot of like uh like amateur film stuff. Yeah, like they've had like they've had like David Lynch there. Yeah, like they they do like amateur wrestling and shit. Like it's really cool. Yeah, what was that place? We went to some. (laughs) Eric and I went to see our other friend play a a few weeks ago. Or no, uh, McCusker. No, not McCusker. Is a twenty three hundred bar. Uh, which is that's not the list. Let's not get into that. Okay. Right. So, um, I don't know, like, if anybody's watching this and they know anything with Philadelphia That's house true. shows, there's a spot called the Golden Tea House. <laughs> yeah, and, like, okay. the Golden Tea House. Like, legendary. Legendary. I yeah. think that it was, like, seven, eight years yeah. that they were running One consecutively. I was in college. Well, I mean, they've been going. No, because yeah. like, if you think like, about, like, Japanese breakfast, like, yeah. speed. Right, like all these, all these fools yeah, were right? playing in a kitchen in West Philadelphia. Right, right? dude, hell yeah. yeah! They just started at this same house hosting shows again. Now it's called Mini Mart. So mm. if anybody's watching this, I know I'm trying to get, I'm trying to got to go to Mini Mart. That's the new Golden Tea House. Insane! Like I remember driving up from South Jersey and going to house shows there. And people like climbing over the fence into the backyard because they would go in the through the front and be like, "Oh, the show's capped! Like you can't <laughs> let anybody in." And people would just run around the side, the side of the bodega, and go down the alley and climb in through the backyard and just like light a cigarette, pretend like they were there already, or something like that. <laughs> like any any big Philadelphia area act you can think of that's yeah. older than five years is like played at that place. Yeah. yeah. 
definitely like Alex G in high school skin cells. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. No, true. Skin like for real, yeah. And fucking yeah. Yeah. And then I, I think Dylan's up. Or did I? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think my favorite two, honestly, are like Uki Club. It's like um like a Ukrainian like citizens hall and like I I just hear like the people that like own it are really cool just like I don't know like all the shows I've been to they're really chill the the bar is hella cheap <laughs> um very important part of yeah, the yeah. Um, my other favorite is probably like photo club it's kind of spelled stupid it's like F O T O but I don't know. It's like far away, so like I don't feel like a lot of people go. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like in the middle of nowhere for for Philadelphia, right? So just okay. like, <laughs> but like, like it's in like a very random neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. but like I don't know. Right. All the shows I've seen there have been super cool. Every yeah, like night, I just like hung out there. It's been super cool. I don't know. It's it's a cool spot. There's a lot. That's, once again, I'll say like since the pandemic, there's been like a lot of like. Like Philly's always had a really strong house show scene, uh, but I think since the pandemic, there's been a lot of like venues that have popped up that have been really cool. I don't know how I don't know. I don't know how Polo Club has been going, but yeah. we just weren't because it's uh, past that Port in Richmond. Yeah, oh, it's cousin Oh, cousin Danny's rules. Yeah, yeah shout out. Yeah, yeah. come that, to Philly. That's just like cousin James. Like. Best spot. Yeah, if you I come to totally Philly, right. I'm saying I got a guest bedroom. You've all we've already met twice, so you can. <laughs> right. It's fine. It's, You're welcome. I've stayed. It's comfortable. I got a comfy okay, guest right. bedroom. Let's think, well, I also want to give the honorary shout out to the Sin Bucket. It's not uh, around anymore, but we both lived at a uh, how long? Seven years at a house show venue. Yeah, that's not funny. We reached almost not legendary stats, but there's some bands that have rolled through. Oh, there. actually, a Minneapolis band. There, what's that band? Uh, Remo Drive. Those yeah. kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. nice kids. Yeah. Yeah. He's in Minneapolis, by the way, if you didn't. I picked up on yeah. it. Yeah. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to assume. <laughs> You're okay. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I, 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 so I'm technically now, I, did a, a big boy things in May and I bought a house. That's where I'm at now. Oh, congrats. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. If you're ever in, in Minneapolis, let me know. Uh, but prior to this, I lived in what I would say is one of the staple like house venues in Minneapolis. Mm. It used to be going, they stopped doing shows probably four years before I moved into the house, but it basically been musicians for like the last like 15 years living in the house. Like we finally all moved out. So like it's, the renter, like it's only renters that no one is associated with. So it's, it was kind of crazy when we moved out, but they also were like a really sick venue where like the Swellers played there. Um, Like just crazy shows would happen there in like a small little basement. And I miss that shit, but also I'm happy that none of that stuff happened while I was living there. Cause my room was also like 10 (laughs) feet from like where the stage was. Uh, But yeah. When back, back during the Sin Bucket days, my room was right next to the one bathroom. And so it'd be like an amazing thing, you know, I'd be like, just trying to get in my room and do whatever, whatever it was you need to do. And it's just like a line of people that are like, they, every single one on multiple occasions, like, you can't cut the fucking line, dude. 
Dude, fucking first of all, I pay, I pay rent here and you're using my toilet paper. Second of all, I'm just trying to laugh myself away from this. Yo, that's shit. hilarious that he said you're using my toilet paper like he ever bought toilet paper. <laughs> I, I gave you money, money for the toilet paper. I gave you money. Oh, I'm sure you stole toilet paper from work. I stink. Half-fly, Mr. Timberbutt <laughs> over here. Half-fly. What's half-fly? Less than one-fly? You can see through it. Yeah, you can literally see through it. Horrendous, dude. No one deserves to treat their butt that way. I treated my butt like that until I finished law school. You're going to get fissured. You okay? My God. I mean, there I you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> I've got hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. I sit on the floor. You're fucked. Beers with crocodiles. You've heard of Pint the Aquinas. This is beer. Yeah. 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 You're about to get dropped by your insurance. I don't want to Well, yeah. Go on. Go on. Let's let's keep it going. All right. Uh. You know, I know we we kind of talked. I know uh, Dylan walked away, but I'm I'm sure they'll be back. But I know we talked about uh, there he is. Uh, I know we talked. You know, the EP kind of early uh, in lieu of roses. Kind of, you know, talked some favorite venues in Philly. But is there anything that I might have not brought up about either the EP or in lieu of roses that you want the people to know about? Um, just. Keep your eyes out. We'll be playing a bunch this year. And um, I'm really excited with like, because like John and Dylan weren't on the last couple EPs. And I'm really excited to get their input with all the new stuff. Because like I like, you know, the last one, I basically wrote all the guitar stuff. I'm really excited to have John writing guitar stuff and, and Dylan with like keys and also like helping write guitar and like vocal things. Like I'm, I'm trying yeah. to spread around the vocals more. Dude, like my main thing is like recording and shit. Yeah. So like, I feel like that'll be like fun. Just like, right. I don't know, like have like a producer type. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause I just want to like dig in like, like last time we did it, right? It was just like we practiced the songs a lot, went to the studio, played them, and I really want to take my time and demo everything and be like ultra intentional about stuff. So I'm like really excited, being because like you know Dylan recorded all their own stuff um, for a while now, um, and they're going to school for it too. So um, I just think it will be really cool to be like ultra intentional and really pick apart everything that we do to make it like as best as I can. So um, I guess like anybody listening, like go listen to For Eternity. Like I, it's like probably my favorite thing that I've ever written and um, keep an eye out because we'll be traveling and playing in Philly and playing around the country and stuff. So Hell yeah. I'm, I'm super stoked for what 2024 looks like for In Lieu of Roses. Um, I also, you know, obviously with like Dylan coming along and being able to kind of do that, uh, take that producer role. I'd love when bands have someone in house that's part of the band that can take that role because one, um, you don't feel like you're rushing yourselves to like, oh, we need to get this done or practiced up so we can go to the studio and have them do with all this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of take your time and make, you know, you're, you're going to be putting all this time into an LP. You can make it exactly 
what you want and how it, like you take the time to put all that effort in the right way rather than just rushing it and i'm super stoked uh like i said to see what 2024 is like Thanks. i'm I, like i'm very stoked for this lp yeah i think that um also it's like um I, like every i feel like every release i've ever had and and most like you should feel this way like every time i release something i feel like this is the best thing i've ever released you know and and like regardless whether that's just may, maybe my perspective or not like um you know i i i am sure it's still gonna i'm still gonna feel that way in the future just because like you know you grow and you learn and you mature and you improve at different instruments or voice or you know you like have new experience yeah new experiences like i have so many new influences now and i'm trying to you know you try to get out of your comfort zone and yeah so it'll be cool yeah i'm excited uh I've, I've never worked with a, a group of group of people that have been more excited to work with. And uh, it's the first time I've ever been in the band where I feel comfortable enough to like try to, I've always been like sort of a side, like I'll play guitar on your record all day, every day, but I've never like felt uh, comfortable enough to like try to write my own songs and bring them to a band until I was with these fine folks. So I'm really excited to, you know, work with everybody on stuff that I've tried to write over the past like year or so too. So so yeah it's it's gonna be good uh i've i've loved seeing the vibes between all of you uh especially like the mini tangents where you kind of just uh do a little yelling at each other uh I, that's the stuff that's the stuff as like a listener that i really love because obviously everyone has listened to please send and for eternity multiple multiple thousands of times right uh, yeah um but to, obviously we know what y'all sound like and we know, you know, in lieu of roses from the music, but to see how a band interacts aside from the music, like that's my, that's like one of my favorite things about doing this. That's why I'll let like pretty much any band just go off and just do what the fuck they want to do or like what happens. Cause I'm just like, to me, I'm like, this is gold. I want to get like, this is gold. Right here. Like, everyone's <laughs> going to love this shit. Anybody um, ever been like uh, in the van with us when we're doing, going to show, especially if they're, it's more than it. 10 minutes away gets pretty annoyed yes. pretty quick. Annoyed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're so obnoxious, but like so, I think we have a good time. Eric, Eric and John have known each other for how many years? Oh, we met we met in high school. Yeah. I mean, we weren't like great friends in high school. We knew each other a little bit and then they at least went to high school together. Yeah, yeah. We went to high school. Uh, yeah. uh, for better or for worse since maybe 2017, Logan and I have been the drums and bass, like the rhythm section of bands. Oh, and when did we when did we even start like puppy? I don't even know, 2018. I've been playing bands with them for like yeah. that's we like Dylan was also one of the original members of Puffy Yanks. Too. Uh, so it's been I mean, so it's like we got a lot of stuff going. And like Dylan <laughs> looked my bands like I'm right. Like what do you think like a child? Yeah. Like I'm from <laughs> South Carolina and Dylan's from New Jersey. And like he looked just my bands in so. New Jersey when I was like a teenager here. So it's just like crazy, like small world shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. But that first thing Dylan was like, "Oh, you mean oh, what was the name of the, your 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 band again?" Uh, uh, my brother, my sister. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, like I want to have like Dylan come like he's uh, Dylan Justice was like, oh, my brother, my sister, what?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, this dude doesn't forget any band. Like <laughs> Dylan can Dylan can Dylan can be like, oh, I saw this, so, I saw that singer in their last band, <laughs> last band in 2016 at this stupid house in South Jersey. Oh, and yeah. Fucking talks him. Oh, yeah. Every he will tell you every band he's ever seen. I, I cannot <laughs> remember any of the shows we have booked. Not a single. <laughs> I'll say. Terrible. Okay. Keep it a count. I met. I met this Dylan. Well, I, you know, I met this Dylan. Like I had no idea they were a musician. They played the, anything about. All I knew about Dylan was like, a, there'd be a show at the, at the Sin Bucket, whatever, and occasionally this little <laughs> rascal would run up and be like. Hey John, do you have a beer and a smoke for me? And like, <laughs> and the first time I was like, "What? How does he know my name?" But since then, it's been like, "Of course, my man." Oh, brand. You know. And then yeah, we've had many before. We ever played music together. We had many a fun conversation outside of like some show. Right. It's like having a really good time together. Yeah. That's what's up. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> there's there's not a lot of. Room in the sin bucket side yard. Especially when somebody's peeing in the drain. In the drain. I never pissed in I did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was probably. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, you know, we kind of talked all about In Lieu of Roses with the new EP um, and all that fun stuff. But obviously, you know, this is Beers with Fans. Um, like I normally say, you don't have to be drinking all these episodes, but oh, I know y'all fine folks are drinking on the on this fine Wednesday. Um, what are what's everyone drinking on this fine Wednesday? Um, I got a high noon, which is like I don't know vodka the, with grapefruit juice, canned cocktail, canned it's a, it's a can cocktail, canned cocktail, classic hams. Hell yeah. I think we all, all three of us. Oh, that's a Minnesota call out, call out yeah. too, right? Yeah, well, yeah, born yeah. in that's Michigan. No, it's it's Born in Wisconsin. 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 When are they calling for? It's Wisconsin. Originally. They're used to their hams. I think used to be in Minnesota because I've oh, I've gone to a show that's at next door to like a hams distillery venue, like next door to like an an aban- like an old oh hams. 44, maybe. Words. Oh, okay. yeah. It originated in, in Minnesota. It might have originated here, or at least they had like a, a brewery here. It says land of the whatever, sky blue water. Well, no, it says yeah, land Milwaukee, land of, Wisconsin. Yeah, but Minnesota is the, the land of the, the sky the, blue water. Yeah, we got all the lakes. I'll say lake this. I'll say this. If you ever can't sleep, there's a show on Hulu called, and it's a History Channel show, it's called The Food That Made America. It's an awful <laughs> show. Awful. But if you can't sleep, Papa Xanax, put that on. Is there an episode of Anyway, if you're like me, your girlfriend has them. I don't know. They're all drinking Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah. It's not that. Hell yeah. Makes it obvious. No, they're all drinking 44 Selections America's Best in 1893. We were drinking Philly. You know it. Yeah. Very good. That's what I'm saying. Nothing wrong with a PBR. I drink like PBRs for like ninety five percent of these episodes. Uh, (laughs) They're so easy. What's what's the other five percent? It it varies from like Modelo's, Hams. I've had like Dos Equis. I've done seltzers like White Claws. I think I've done some High Noons. I've recently recently did like the 
spiked lemonades. Um, just kind of those times where I'm like, oh, I've drank way too much like hams or PBR. I need something way lighter. And then I switch it up. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. Do you, you get surfsides out there? Honestly, it was a very good. good idea for this podcast, if I may. Hit. Oh, yeah. Do you have an Instagram account for this podcast? I do. You should, like, do a poll on your story for what beer the bands oh. and you should drink. That's a good for idea. Your podcast. That's marketing, baby. I, so I haven't done it on, on Instagram, but I have posted on... Uh, on at least X, not Twitter, X. Um, you know, <laughs> as, you call it Twitter. Shout out Elon. <laughs> as to like, shout out Elon. Fuck that. Oh, you can yeah, add, we're going to cut. Get rid of that. We've got to give you a 25 minute lecture on Karl Marx. Yo, anybody watching this, Venmo me 50 bucks. I got a $50 Amazon gift card. I got for I'll trade it. But I did I did make a post of like, hey, I drink PBR all the time. I want to drink something new. What should I drink? And a bunch of people just sent me and like no shade to any of the people that sent me like uh, options to drink, but they were they sent me like local stuff from their area and it's not in like Minnesota. I'm like, okay, one, I can't get it. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of difficult. And it's they were just like, "Yo, I'll like buy like a four pack and ship it to you." Right, okay. that would be that would be tight. That would be lit. Yeah, that that's a good idea too. That would be, be like if you want to send me your local shit and I like. Right? Oh, so you can drink for free? So Ooh, that's, don't get that's, the marketing. Those are big right. money. Yeah, I, I think the official <laughs> the official band the official beer of this band is Miller High Life. No, oh, yeah. it's rolling rock. It's rolling. rock and roll without rolling rock, baby. Wait, 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 wait. We are trying to get a sponsorship so bad. We have tweeted at them. We have Instagram stories. We have added. We have added rolling rock dozens of times. No response. No, it's kind of fucked up. But it is. You can't rock and roll. That is true. Rolling rock. Eric, if it makes me feel better, I have sent at least three emails to Pabst to get uh, some sort of a shitty sponsorship for this podcast, and no response anytime. Not anytime? even here. Not even a here's some stickers. He's got a we have a Rolling Rock Fez. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why you talk about Rolling Rock. I got really excited. Um, Rolling Rock is my depression beer. So I don't what know. is that? Uh, <laughs> What is that? That pretzel company? That I... Wetzels? No, no, I don't know. I Anti-ans? Oh no! What's that? What's that? The, I have no the idea pretzel uh, company that I sent the email to trying to get a sponsorship. Oh, dots. Dots. Have you seen dots? Mm. So that's like my go go to like tour on the road snack, and I was just like, I don't know where we were. We were we were we were we were drinking. I sent them an email. I'm like, how about a sponsorship though? And they they actually like that's it. Like nothing else, right? And they actually emailed me back. And I'm like, I can't believe that they would email me back for that. But like like Rolling Rock won't even hit up like our legitimate Instagram or anything. Mm-hmm. Like we're taking so, them often. I mean, Dot says, thank you for contacting Dot's Pretzels with your interest in collaborating. We polite, we must politely pass on this opportunity as we're already focused on other engagement. <laughs> They're too caught up with their other shit to sponsor But, uh, but like, that's fine. Like, we don't even get any... Uh, if, if Rolling Rock is listening right now, you're fucking up. That's it. That's all I'm now, saying. I, I gotta know, did you have 
the Rolling Rock Fez before or after, like, you started trying to get the Rolling Rock sponsorship? So basically what happened when we were recording for Eternity, we were hanging out with homie Ben Roth, John Smith at the Kaleidoscope in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, my hometown. Huge shout out. Those homies are the best. They did all the engineering and the mixing on it. We were hanging out. We were just drinking a lot of Rolling Rock. And while we were there, we were just like, oh, damn, dude, they should really sponsor us. They got to figure this out. And then I forget, it was like a week or maybe a month afterwards, Dylan and their partner were like out at some like thrift flea thing whatever and he got me the feds so it was like kind of like synergy it just came together like lightning in a bottle you can't these things happen i don't know it was perfect it's like we tried they found it and now here we are so now it's just a matter of time until they hit us up yeah you got a you just need b which is that sponsorship from rolling rock and then c's profit and exactly they haven't done it yet like yeah Yeah. they're, they're fucking up that's what I'm saying. I mean, some PR guy eventually will figure it out. It yeah. might be too late. Who knows? But one day. What you need to do is like almost start posting a bunch of stuff with like other like brands and then just like getting them jealous. Cause maybe that's that, that's what you need to do is get them jealous. Yeah, we were like, oh, maybe we can like get in with like PBRs. I forget. Like there is something we oh, tried to do. Yeah, maybe we should just start negging them. We'll just yeah. be like, oh, Ooh, like, there you go. Rock isn't really even that good. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. I get your eye. Well, but one day, one day. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hope hopefully in 2024, uh, we also get that that uh, Rolling Rock sponsorship for for uh, for in lieu of roses. Um, you know, everything's got to come up Millhouse at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Say that again. I said everything's got to come up Millhouse at some point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right? yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's finally coming up Millhouse. Yeah, eventually in lieu of yeah. in lieu of Millhouse. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> in lieu of Millhouse. <clears throat> in Rue of Loses. In in Rue, the character right. from uh, the Hunger Games of Roses. I meant like a man like you're... you'll brew this day. Sure. Uh, okay, we're getting we're getting dumb now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so you know, you know, we we kind of talked beers. That was a little beer segment. Now we're going to transition to the later half of this episode, which is always my favorite part of this episode. Eric already knows what's about to happen. This is where we kind of talk about some fun stories from everyone's time in music, whether it's shows, tours, time recording. Um, it can be with In Lieu of Roses or previous, as I normally say. They can be anything horrendous to tremendous or any adjective in between. Um, the way I like to think about it is think about the, the the show or tour stories that you always reminisce about with your friends. Those are usually the best ones that I love to hear. Oh, wow. All right. I know that's a whole spiel. It's a lot. You've got a lot, a lot of stories. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll start out. Uh, I'll start out. This is... Except because I was thinking about it today, and actually I meant to put it in the group Discord today, just because I was curious. Not this story, but like Green Day, whatever, like don't talk shit, whatever. Like Green Day has a new album coming out in, I think, next week, which I didn't know until today. What? Um, Smart ass. It's called called like, (laughs) it's called called like, Dilemma. 
But uh, yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be on Broadway. Where do you? Sorry, you know, you know, like whatever. I'm not gonna sit here and like. I'm not a huge Green Day fan, but uh, I was listening to Green Day's new single today, and I actually thought it was pretty good. Whatever. I mostly, if I'm being honest, I mostly listen to jazz music. So like this, whatever. But uh, I was on tour with the band in 2018, not even playing, just running merch. And we were at like a small festival where not Green Day, but like the the lead singer, Billy Joe Armstrong, his son was playing. And I had been drunk and or stoned for, I bet like three weeks straight at this point. And the guitar player of the band I was like with was like pointing at a dude who had like all these like, you know, like teenage girls around him. Not that he was like so old. He was like in his early 20s or whatever. And he's like, oh, like that's that's Billy Joe Armstrong's son. You should go get a picture with him. And I thought it was the funniest thing. And I was dressed like a like a like like a cowboy, like Yellowstone, John Dutton cowboy with the hat, the jacket. I looked like an asshole. And I so I basically went up and like just pushed all these teenage girls out of the way. It was like I looked at this kid straight in the eye and went, listen, man, I love your father's band and I love your band. Can we get a selfie? And it was like, uh, well, that's actually the the guitar player. That's his, like, he's Billy Joe Armstrong's kid. I'll take a picture with you. And I was like, oh, but meanwhile, like, the dude who was on tour with was like, I see him at the merch table, bawling over laughing while filming the whole thing. Oh, my God. Um, and that tour, there was many, 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 many uh, embarrassments and humiliation. Oh, with yeah, with Shannon. Yeah, um, but that was probably the funniest one. The least funny one was not getting paid for it. But we don't need to go into that. Uh, yeah, that was. We're not throwing anyone under the bus. Oh, I'm not throwing any shit. In. I was. I removed all names. Yeah, I can't. I... Uh, Argentina. When, uh, yeah, yeah. When Bill and I used to play in this metalcore band, we like straight from the jump started touring like very quickly. Me and the guitar player had like known each other from like elementary school, so like we were like ready to go, ready to get out there. And I remember on this one tour, we were driving. I think it was from Baltimore to Kentucky. It was like one of our first tours, and it was like we were gonna pull an overnight. It's not that big of a deal. It'll be fine. And it started snowing like really bad, and it's like, all right, it's fine. And then like some Wait, of the city of Kentucky, uh, we were going to Louisville. We were gonna play. Uh, what was the name of the pizza place? Spinelli's. Uh, that's oh yeah, yeah. Spinelli's is the shit. We were playing with this uh band that used to be around. I don't know if they really do much anymore called Nesh. And we were going to do a little bit of a tour with them when we got Louisville. On our way there, we're like driving through the snow throughout Alaska and all this shit. And then like one cylinder in the van starts to go. And then it starts like not really accelerating right. And then another cylinder starts to go. And we really start like getting to a position where it's like, all right, are we going to make it to Kentucky? We did. It was fine. Everything's good. We made it. But then on our way to, we played Kentucky, and then I think we played Malort Mansion right outside of Chicago, and then we were on our way to Ann Arbor in Michigan. On our way to Michigan, no, East Grand Rapids. We were playing East Grand Rapids in Michigan from Chicago. On the way from there, same deal, huge snowstorm, but this time... We find out Nesh had a situation where their van like spun out onto the median and it was like a whole, you know, big deal. And I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Only to find out they didn't have any back seats in the van. 
so they had two pilot seats and then they had a mattress that was like it's propped up against too. the gear. Yeah. And I they were just like, like a road trip. Like, like, horrible idea. Fuck that. They made it. It was fine. The shows that we played with them were incredible. Love those kids. But yeah, so that was wild. That was like easily like one of the scariest tours I think I've ever been on. Yeah. Was that a week or two? Mm. Yeah. I remember so, I had did you really tell the story about the the van getting towed. Oh, how oh is that God. not your story? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I can tell another one. Not your story. All right, so. Should I tell the. Yeah, you can tell that one. All right, all right, all right. All right. There you go. Eric, Eric, tell the story. Tell your story, Eric. Okay, I'll tell mine. I'll tell mine real quick, and then then we'll be fine for your uh for your 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 uh, oh. I forgot about that. What's the same? Um, me and you were in the band. Um, I think. I think mine was, is that I was actually, we were going from an old band of mine. We were driving from uh, right outside of Chicago. What was it? Um, it's that dude, Seb Alvarez, who's in Gel. You know that band, Gel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know the band, but I I don't know, like, yeah. where they're from. What's the, what's the, oh, Malort Mansion. What yeah. town was that in? Rockford? Rockford, uh, Illinois? Elburn, yeah, Elburn, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, and we were driving to um to uh Minneapolis actually, and mm. the house that we were playing at, they're like, you can't stay here, which was like garbage because there was no reason we couldn't stay there. But okay, fine. So we were like, let's just break into a, a state park in Wisconsin, <laughs> like halfway in between. So we just like we just like uh, off like. We drove, we like hopped the curb, drove around the the arm from the whatever, the thing. We camped and everybody else in the band decided they were going to do mushrooms, except for me. So they set up a tent and um, they did mushrooms. I went to sleep, wake up at like six in the morning and I'm like, all right, I can't sit, sleep in the back of this minivan anymore. Get in, go to sleep. I'll drive the rest of the way. Van breaks down immediately. Like, like within like, two three minutes driving down the road we're in the middle of nowhere wisconsin like absolutely like bumblefuck um we get to like uh, like it was like seven in the morning we get to like some weird mechanic shop and there's like i don't know a dude there with this dog with long hair covered in oil dude like i swear to god it was like this big dog with long white hair just like completely oil stains somewhere in the middle of nowhere wisconsin that it's very weird i was with doves yeah i was with doug trochum um trochum don't approach him. <laughs> yeah so but anyway we, we like leave the van there they're all still tripping right so like this whole time like the van breaks down like like they're all on mushrooms still it's like it like absolutely absurd um I don't know. We hang out in this random town in Wisconsin all day. That's Mark lost his base, right? Yeah, we yeah. yeah. Oh, and mind you, also oh, in this time, our bassist loses his base. This is the same drive. <laughs> yeah, lose. I think probably just left it at a rest stop, like moving it out of the way or something. Yeah, <laughs> same day, same day. Terrible, horrendous day. When we go, <laughs> so we Eric's go. Very big. No oh my joy. god! So we go to a, a thrift store while we're in this town because we have nothing to do, and there's all these. You're leaving warm ups, right? Not the skirts, but like short shorts and like shirts. So we just buy them, but they're all matching. So we're like, oh yeah, cool. Like we need clothes. We left all of our clothes in the van. So then we, we're all these matching cheerleading warm ups, and we go back to the uh, mechanic shop. 
where there used to be one guy there. Now there's 10 guys. And they all <laughs> stop working like a fucking movie at once. They stop working and they all stare at us when we we're coming back. And like, I'm like, oh my God, there's so many people here. And they're all looking at us I mean, right I now. Like, what the hell? No. It was just like deep V, like yeah, t shirt things and like, short shorts. I was working on your van. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? They're all tripping balls. And I'm just like, sure, why not? This sounds like a funny idea, right? So whatever, we get the van and we go to Minneapolis and all of them fall asleep like on the couch, like at the venue. It's like really hard to get them up to, it was at a house, I think it was called like Kitty Cat Club or something. I can't remember. Okay. But uh, I don't know. And then when we get there, people are like literally doing like acid with eyedroppers at the show. And we were in a post rock band, so I'm like, let's go. Oh, like, great. What the? Yeah, dude, it was incredible. But anyway, sick. that was probably the dumbest thing in that tour. From all my <laughs> probably. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, when we. Well, let's, well, I want to let, let, let Dylan do Dylan, Dylan, let's hear it. What do you got for us? <laughs> do you need to do it, Logan? You know, I can tell it if Donald's yeah. going to. I mean, uh, Logan and I played in a band together. Fucking same band that I was talking about. Uh, Binary. This was the. This was a different tour. Different tour. Forty Carolines found on road dead. Not a good touring gig. <laughs> Let me tell you. Forty what? Found on road dead. Um. Yeah, and uh, some was Louisiana. Yeah, there was a mechanic in Louisiana. Yeah. Happened to just leave like a wrench. Because we had another cylinder issue on this. Oh, they left yeah. a wrench in the. They left oh, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But we're in Baltimore because we uh, were taking like a no toll route. Coming back from Richmond, Virginia. Overnight. Overnight. It was like three o'clock in the morning or some shit. Van just like sputtering out. We pull over. And AAA was just like, all right, well, like we can only take two people. <laughs> and we were like, okay, I need well, to speak a little bit up for the. Yeah. So there's only, only two people can go with the tow truck driver now that the uh, van broke down. And originally we were told like when we were talking about it with our other bandmates, it was like, oh, I guess you guys can like get an Amtrak or like a bus back. And it was three o'clock in the morning in the middle of Baltimore. So we were like, yeah, Baltimore. fuck that. No shot. Dude. So we were like yeah. talking and like trying to figure it out. We were like, honestly, what happens if we just like hide in the van? So yeah, dude rolls up with the tow truck. We're like hiding and underneath the bench seats, like underneath blankets and shit, trying to make sure he doesn't find us. Bags and shit. Like. He gets in the van to like get it all up, doesn't notice us, and then like they're driving back, and we're like freaking out, like oh god, what if he sees like the van start to smoke up from our breath or whatever? <laughs> we're like worried about like you know even breathing, let alone smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, trying to pop the window without him noticing. <laughs> Just to fucking find out when we get back, dude. So we get back to Philadelphia, we pull up in front of this girl, up. and she gave him weed. Yep, he was smoking with they were smoking <laughs> weed in the cab the entire ride, just like jacking, just like talking shit. And we're back there, like freaking out, like, oh my god, we're gonna get the van dropped off in the middle of Maryland, but it was fine. Bullshit. <laughs> 
the van gets dropped up in North Philly. And I'm just like, all right. I pop out, and the dude's still there. Just drop the van. Slowly pull him out. Bill is like, yo, wait a second, wait a second. I was like, what's he going to do? Take his back to Baltimore. Fuck it, dude. Let's go. It's like, six, it's like 6 a.m. at this point because this fool. Right. Yeah, he took the leisure it, route. I mean, the van broke down at three. Yeah, you probably didn't get us till four. Yeah. Takes about so, an hour and a half to get back to Philly. Yeah, and he stopped to get weed from his girl. Yeah. So. Yeah, so so the tow truck driver stopped to get weed. To Supposedly, that's what we were told. Yeah. That's, yeah. Triple A, <laughs> shout out. And and your bandmates were in the cab with him this entire time. Yeah, the yep. two of them and, were like up front just like chiefing on a blind. And <laughs> they didn't... That's was like, no, right. That's what I was gonna say. Like, that's like, that's that's bad. Like, band membership, like, at least send that text saying, like, I think you're good, we're smoking, anyways, yeah. right? You would think, but nah, yeah. I mean, bye guys, like, bye guys. Pop up in the seat, it's all good, yeah. like, it's all good. you're chilling. Yeah, triple yeah, A helped a lot on that tour. We locked our keys in the van in Georgia on that tour. That van sucked. All right, Dylan, you're, you're up to Batman. Finally. So is this just tour stories or like... Tour, show, time recording, uh, okay. basically anything tour music tour. related. You're yeah, right. it's like, yeah. tour, so it's like, you can't have that. We're starting a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have like plenty of like weird like shit like that, but um, I'm just going to go with like the like latest uh, debacle. <laughs> I think I know. So I'm interested. So my like solo project, like like I was saying, like played like a show with like Puppy Yanks, and like I like know this person I used to be in a band with when I was like in high school, and like since I've like graduated and like moved away from like my hometown, like I haven't kept in contact with that person. And I was like on the way to like load into this show and this person like text me and they're like, hey, I like live in Brooklyn now. Like I just like got on a bus to like come to your show. Never a good sign. And like I've already like heard like weird things through like the grapevine, be it like from like a friend that still lives like in my hometown or just like people like on the internet about this person. I'm just like, okay, that's, like, fucking weird. Like, whatever. Anyways, like, my, like, friends I'm with um, live in, like, Brooklyn at the time, which is, like, where this person is, like, coming into Philly to see the show from and, like, have interacted with this person. Just, like, on some, like, stalker shit. (laughs) Like, Like, this person had, like, put together, like, I knew these people that live in Brooklyn. So anyways, did they make a t-shirt with your face on it? That would have been cool. (laughs) But but anyways, like my friends that were like hanging with me at the show, like went up to like the door person and were like, can we put this person on the no entry list? And like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like I've never never heard of it. I've never heard of it. That is a thing. I'm like, like, how can I probably like, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm limited. 
<laughs> they were like, "Do you want her on the guest list?" And we, and like a person, apparently the person was like, "No, we want them on like the like no no the opposite list." Like, no, no. <laughs> Doesn't opposition. matter how much money you pay her, like do not let them in. And so like apparently, like I played my set, and like apparently this person had like showed up to the venue, and like the door person was like, "No, like you're not allowed in." Like they had checked their ID and everything, and like apparently they hung outside the venue all night, and like I never went outside to like hang out because like I don't know, I was just like hitting my babe inside. <laughs> Sorry, your leaps. <laughs> I was about to say what venue was it, but the fucking owner for the venue got called and like i talked to him and he was like does this happen at all your shows and i was like no i'm so sorry i i like literally like have not talked to her in like years and and then we just left the venue (laughs) but they were trying to convince me because i didn't know any of this so i was outside yeah then they started like confronting like people like they were like looking in like so like there's all these windows outside of the venue that like you can look in and see the bar and so like oh wait hold on can i ask a question why did they want to come like they just like they just wanted to like see you, see the, your band. I guess totally. Like, they're on some you. stuff. They're yeah. like they're what on some starfucker shit or no? Like they're uh, like on some drug stuff. Oh, it's like a drug thing. Yeah, it's like some like meth shit. Oh shit! It's, yeah, but they were like they were like kept pulling people aside, be like, "I used to be in a band with Dylan. Do you know Dylan? Can you grab them?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, cool. I got you. I'll go grab Dylan." <laughs> I like thought their ID was fucked up or something. Right. I'm like, oh, Dylan, it's right outside. And Eric literally comes up to me and goes, "Like your friend Elizabeth's outside." And I go, "Don't talk to them." Eric's like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "I told him I'd be right back, and I want to smoke a cigarette." I'm screwed. I can't go. Like I can't go anywhere. No, like, this, okay. this is classic <laughs> Eric. I'm just trying to be the nicest guy possible. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, just some like weird stalker shit. It's like the summary. <laughs> I mean, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> and the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know this guy that well. <laughs> you know, I think I think hearing uh, you know, the possible full stalker story is probably like I think one of the craziest stories that I've heard. Uh or 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 uh, like oddest stories. Like, thankfully, they never made it in. Uh, thankfully, you know, you're still safe. You're still alive, uh, and and get to keep going. Um, but you know, we're gonna start leading this out. And I, I feel like I got I got I got two one main question in the wheelhouse. But I got a probably a dumb fun question. I don't know. In my mind, it, it sounds cool, but it's probably gonna come out of my mouth sounding super dumb and lame. Um, state of my life. <laughs> But uh, let's say, you know, there is an anniversary or uh, a big moment happening. um, And, you know, each of you are about to receive a gift. But in instead of roses, in lieu of roses, uh, what would you rather have? Or or I guess what would you rather give someone in lieu of roses? Yeah, let's go with that one. What would you rather give someone? in lieu of roses as a gift. 
So we just have a t-shirt. So the first EP, right? Like in lieu of roses, please send, right? Like we used to have in lieu of roses, please send. And what was on that shirt? It was like a weed, a beer. It was like weed, a beer, some like cigarettes. A crumpled receipt. Like, yeah, like <laughs> a pen and paper. Stuff you would have in your winter coat. Yeah. So this was in your bag. In yeah. a... <laughs> I got big pockets. I got big pockets. Um, what would I like? To, uh, probably just like, uh, I don't know. My time, attention, and affection. Oh, oh, oh! I got thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Oh, but nobody else. Oh, that's not. Oh, what are you talking about? They stopped so many school shootings. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, stop. Our uh, horse and savior. I mean. Weed, probably. I don't know. It depends on the person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Logan and his partner. So my fiance and I bought this house that Logan and, and, and his partner live with us. And I would say for their relationship, weed sounds right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, send me a movie wreck I haven't seen. I bet. Ooh, oh, damn. Damn, a movie you haven't seen? That's a challenge. Have you seen RoboCop? Yeah. No? Okay. I got nothing then. What about the reason? <laughs> <laughs> the only movie I've ever seen. Two? Well, yeah, uh, I will say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two things, which is uh my partner, who is best friends with Eric's partner, that's how we met, got me a, a red Adidas tracksuit for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And that was that's the only thing I think I've ever wanted, yeah. but it's the only thing he's ever wanted. Never seen him wear. I was going to with him every week, once. multiple times. Dude, I was, never I was I've been sick since I got it. Oh, oh okay. I got this close to wearing it tonight. Not oh, oh. that you are the Irish Jonathan Davis. Yeah. Do you have a gold chain you can wear with if, it too? You know I did. If you can get this. But uh, in terms of the thing I love the most in a gift is uh, uh is just a like a, a nice car, like a nice like. I'm gonna say something nice about you, card. That's what I love the most. Oh, You're at my birthday party. You signed the card. I did. What's happened? <laughs> yeah. I mean, now I really want uh, an Adidas tracksuit, but that's just me. Uh, you know, <laughs> me, me, and my friends have said for like the last few years, like we should just get tracksuits, like nice, like velvet tracksuits and just like, cause we like, especially if anyone's like a, an always sunny fan, the episode where, where Charlie and Matt get whacked, um, or the gang gets whacked, I guess, uh, we have the Italian mobsters that are in like their nice tracksuits. And every time that episode comes on, we're always like, Hey, we should, we should totally get tracksuits. Like that'd be wow. sick. And then, uh, okay. So here's the deal know. is that like, he's from, uh, Mac is from this neighborhood. Or from yeah. like a mile from here, right? Okay. And he's from uh, like right the East Point, like third and trade. He was yeah. like, I think he lived at second and trade. So he when they when there's like these Italian men wearing tracksuits. That is like South Philadelphia is like if you ride around in the summer, there will be like a man in his tracksuit and then his son with the same haircut and matching tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I love it so much. Like, I love seeing like a ten year old with like a fade yeah and and like a tracksuit it's i just think it's like adorable no, I don't it's, know it's like, one of those things where it's yeah. like i love that yeah but then when i see like of like you'll see it like if you ever go to like you wouldn't go to city village yeah. or whatever when you're going to the stadium you'll see like a dude who's like 50 wearing like just some fucking nikes and some nike socks and then like 
either cargo or basketball shorts and like some graphic tee. Yeah. And their teenage son and their young son are dressed the exact same way. Uh huh. And I can't stand that. Why? Because I'm like, you're all at different stages of your life. You should be expressing yourself. <laughs> But then I see the exact same thing, but it's tracksuits. I'm like, this is sick. <laughs> Everyone gets the tracksuit. That's a moral lesson. More of the story. Everyone get tracksuits. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm living the tracksuit life now. It's the best. I can't recommend it highly. The three of us are from Jersey. It's our birthright. Yeah. If you can, <laughs> uh, check out the Aldi tracksuit. Aldi put out a tracksuit this year, or I guess last year. It was kind of fire. What? We were on like, the Store. Remember, we talked about that. Like yeah. Aldi, like the grocery store Aldi, Aldi store. put out a tracksuit. Yeah. All what? They did like a merch line this year around like spring summertime. Well, uh, I, mean, Eric, I guess they're trying to keep up with the competition, but they uh, can't no, because guess what? Dude? Come on. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to look this shit up. I got a friend that is a manager at Aldi's. We're gonna have to He's make this shit happen. Oh yeah, this oh, is my favorite piece of, of, of tour merch. Oh. Yeah. My one of my friends who was a former roommate of mine, uh, they toured through Texas, stopped at Bucky's, and he came back with it's like this lavender tie dye full like sweatsuit. Oh, looks yeah, amazing. I see, I know exactly the one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> seeing it, oh. um, but you know, those are all great answers. Everyone that's listening, if you know them, you know what to get them, uh, for in lieu of roses. Uh, mm-hmm. My final question to kind of end off this episode, I always like to end off on a high note. I know we're already like, we're laughing, we're giggling. We're already on that like nice cusp of this, but I want to take it one step further. Um, obviously, you know, this is a little bit difficult because, you know, two of you are newer to In Lieu of Roses. So it'll be kind of kind of like a two-part question for uh, for everyone is, you know, what has been your favorite moment of being in Puppy Yank so far? Or... What is the... Puppy Yanks. Uh, sorry. Oh, shit. Yeah, my bad. It's just Eric. It's just Eric. I... Logan was on the Puppy Yanks South by Southwest tour. So... <laughs> We're close enough, you know? So let me let me redo that. Uh, for everyone sitting here, what has been your favorite moment of In Lieu of Roses or what is a moment that you're most look, yeah, most looking forward to, as now being part of in lieu of roses. Uh, I think for me, I think it was our our release show. I mean, it was like, it was like everything I could have hoped for. Honestly, like really great crowd response. Our friends made signs. I don't know. Like I thought that was just like really fun and cute and. I don't know. It was great. It was just like kind of just felt really good while we were there. Like everyone was kind of like hanging on every word. Like it's just like exactly what you want out of a live show. So. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the the whole lineup, the crowd, everybody that came out, like we said earlier, almost sold out Philomoka. But like it was just it was a room full of like friends and it was just like a really sick like vibe to have. Yeah. And uh yeah. Yeah. The release show was sick. I, I really love that. But honestly, as exciting and great that was, it was the momentum from that into this next thing that I feel like I'm the most excited for. Mm. Like showing that like, okay, cool, people are excited about what we're doing. People care about this. So it's like 
how do we keep that going and like keep people interested as we're working on this new thing and then when we put it out like showing like what we can eventually do right yeah um i think my favorite moment um i don't like collaborate with like a bunch of people so like it's like cool just like hang out like in a room like full of musicians just like mess around bounce off each other um i think i'm like just like looking forward to just like having like i don't know like a say or like just like helping uh like form songs and get them recorded and out i think uh i would say i mean i just the, the the release show was awesome. It was everything you'd ever hope for from a show. I think my favorite thing so far besides that was just the first show I played with the band. It was my first time playing music in, yeah, like probably four years. And like, I truly didn't believe I like had it in me anymore. Uh, so to go back and like, you know, just have that feeling again uh, has propelled, you know, I've since then have not wanted to stop and just like want to keep making music with these people so for me that was like the where is that at the, that far in port rich is that tin can yeah tin yeah. Can. let's go I, I had to take him out of retirement so yeah, yeah. <laughs> out of retirement then like i almost like i was like on the one last team. job yeah, yeah. <laughs> no literally i was like i'm never gonna play music Anybody again like he wants to start a dart team so we can come back on the, the tin can bar we'll have them yeah, that was definitely like yeah. Yeah, those are all amazing moments, and and I'm stoked. Like I've said, I'm stoked to see what 2024 and the future brings for In Lieu of Roses. Um, if anyone's looking for merch, music, or In Lieu of Roses in general, where can they find it? So, um, like the music and merch is up on our Bandcamp. Um. So I probably have some more stuff um, I need to post um, for merch wise. Um, but yeah, Bandcamp, I mean, and then, you know, for music, it's on any, all the streaming stuff. Um, I recommend music because I'm the only one there. I and, mean, uh, it's sick. It's sick over now. Music. I don't know. What, whatever you want, whatever you're feeling, do that. Um I don't know if Please Send is going to exist on the internet for that much longer. I don't know, oh, I don't know about that. Well, mm, I don't know if it's going to exist on the streaming sites. All right, fair, fair. It might exist on Bandcamp. Yeah, 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 yeah In perpetuity, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it might not last on that's other fine. sites that's for fine. that much longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Gotta keep the history, the archives, man. That's what yeah, that's what, yeah I know. When we're, yeah. we're trying to drive so... scarcity, right? Yeah, now. yeah. Make it's worth something. story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you know, depending on where you found this episode, whether it's, you know, Facebook, Instagram, X, Threads, or you watch the YouTube version and got to see their lovely faces like I did tonight, make sure you check the description down below. Hit the hyperlinks. Go follow In Lieu of Roses on all their platforms. Stay up to date for, you know, new music. Uh, be ready for that full length. Be ready for possible tours this year. Uh, new merch. Or just go get yourself some of the merch that's already out. I know that there's tapes for... Um, for yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like on a roll and then I was like in eternity or for eternity, so I have to No, we got tapes for everything. Yeah, we got a bunch Okay, of you got tapes for everything. Uh you know, ignore that I just did that whole thing <laughs> we wrong. Shirts. But... We make all of our merch ourselves. Yeah. 
So, which so dope. Than a, a day when you think you're going to practice, and it's like, no, you're going to be making shirts today. Buddy. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> we are screen printing today. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're we're a sweatshop today. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, everyone, go follow those links. Stay up to date with everything from In Lieu of Roses, and uh, you know, one last big thank you to the five of you for taking the time out of your day to sit down with me and you know talk about your band. Yeah, thank you for everything. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Other than that, uh, you know, everyone, like I said, go follow In Lieu of Roses, and I'll catch everyone on the next episode. Cool. See ya. See ya. Thank you. Thank you.